Chapter twenty three of the Boy Scouts' First Campfire. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Boy Scouts' First Campfire by Herbert Carter. Figuring it out. That's what he said to you, did he, Davy? asked the scoutmaster and perhaps unconsciously his voice was lowered a little when he spoke as though he felt that peril lurked close by yes when we were sitting close together by the fire and he was drinking his cup of coffee the other replied also in hushed tones while smithy hovered as near as he could get to them his face filled with apprehension and he told you he wanted to meet up with the man who had a patch on the sole of his shoe did he thad continued thoughtfully just what he did davy answered cheerfully I remember thinking that it was a mighty funny way to describe a feller by telling how one of his shoes had been mended in that way but thad you know bob didn't finish telling me about this track over here on the old island if he had i'd sure remembered and then i could have spoken about it to you i'm sorry now it didn't happen that way remarked the scoutmaster it might have made some difference in my plans you see boys you mean you wouldn't have come here is that it demanded davy then i'm glad you didn't know about it because this just suits me Woo! Don't it make a feller have just the nicest cold creepy feelin' run up and down his back, though? I wouldn't have lost the chance for anything. Thad was compelled to smile at the odd way the other had of expressing his pleasure and the thrill that passed over him, as he contemplated the possibility of meeting with new adventures. Oh, no, I didn't mean that, he replied, but I'd have asked you a lot of questions before coming, and perhaps we'd have been better posted. Then again I might have brought a couple more scouts along, so we could feel stronger in case— and he suddenly paused with his head cocked on one side as though listening in case what pursued davy who wanted to know everything i thought i heard a voice somewhere but it might have been a bird in the bushes thad continued in a relieved tone why i was only going to say in case we had any trouble with these men but they may not be here at all now i've got an idea they own another boat in which they could have slipped away last night while it was so dark then what's the use of our hunting all over the place as we're doing asked davy fanning himself with his hat for the day was turning out warm and it began to seem like tiresome work and all for nothing too in the first place went on thad with that steady glow in his gray eyes that bespoke determination i want to see if there really is a hidden shack or a cave here where they could be hiding out then i'd like to learn if they're poachers snaring the wild game or the bass up here and getting it to market on the sly or some tramps who have been breaking into a store or bank and are hiding from the constables a bully good place to hide all right remarked davy as he glanced around at the wild character of their surroundings and heaved another sigh in contemplation of further scrambling over those sharp pointed rocks but thad put in smithy who had been listening all this time without saying a single word have you changed your mind about what these strange men may be since you heard what davy said about that man at our campfire well yes i am beginning to right fast answered the other frankly you don't think he was as bad as they are and meant to join them do you continued smithy taking an unexpected interest in the matter for he had observed the party in question closely as thad knew and formed a rather good opinion of him somehow no i don't replied the scoutmaster decisively if you ask me point blank what my opinion was i'd say that he might be a game warden playing a part or else an officer of the law looking for yeggmen who have done something that they knew would send them to prison if caught Whew just keep right along talking that way thad muttered davy it sure does give me the nicest feeling ever to hear you yeggmen now is it and not just poor game poachers that's going some i take it say i happen to know that quite a few city people own cottages there for summer use 
have you ever been in faversham davy asked thad suddenly well no i must say i haven't but i've heard some about it from a boy who visited sam eccles and who used to live there it's a big place thad oh size has nothing to do with this matter remarked the other i was just wondering whether you might not have heard that name before you mean malcolm hotchkiss don't you asked the other eagerly yes the name he mentioned to you when he spoke about the marked shoe the patrol leader went on to say hold on davy exclaimed hoarsely now that's queer i never once bothered my head to think about it till you asked sure i've heard the name before the boy over at sam eccles has mentioned it more'n once who is he then davy why malcolm hotchkiss he's just the chief of police over at faversham that's what thad replied the other scout almost breathless in his renewed excitement oh is that so remarked thad well how does it strike you now davy looks bad for these men here that's what came the reply you mean they must be worse than game poachers is that it continued thad i just reckon they are thad game wardens are hired by the state and it seems to me it don't interest the common police if a man chooses to take a few deer out of season or net black bass against the law sounds like good logic davy thad continued and anybody could see that you're all fixed to follow in the footsteps of your father when you get through law school that settles it in my mind after this i don't expect to run across any nets in the lake or snares for partridges in the woods round here you mean there might be something stronger than that to be found if we could only run up against the place they use for a hideout is that it thad i certainly do but i wish you could tell me one thing the other remarked try me and see grinned davy i'm loaded with information like a gun is to the muzzle and all you have to do is pull the trigger try and remember if that boy said anything about this malcolm hotchkiss that would describe him was he tall or short did he wear a beard or had he a smooth face were his eyes blue or black davy screwed up his eyebrows as though he might be cudgeling his brain to remember then he grinned again showing that the result had at least been satisfactory from his point of view i caught on to it thad he declared with the air of a victor well what do you think about it now davy not the same man you remember our visitor was a tall feller don't you well i heard that boy say how they played a trick on malcolm and they was only able to do it because he happened to be a small man with white hands and looked kinder like a woman dressed up in a police uniform but then he's smart as chain lightning he said at the same time well that proves one thing our visitor couldn't have been the faversham head of police perhaps they're in the game together and he wanted to send you word that way knowing that hotchkiss would be able to reach him thad concluded looks like you got it all figured out right thad admitted davy in open admiration for the genius of his chum and if that's the truth i reckon it must be a pretty big game that has made this here feller take all the trouble to hire that bear man to go round the country with him just so he could ask questions and nobody think he was up to anything but a common tramp i don't just understand what sort of officer would be doing that thad candidly admitted now if these men were what bob white tells us they have down in his country moonshiners i could understand it but we've rested enough now let's go on to the boat perhaps after all we might decide to leave this island to look after itself from now on i'd sure be sorry to hear you say that thad remarked davy his face showing keen disappointment after all it's really none of our business continued thad and now that you know the man he is looking for everywhere is somewhere around here perhaps it'd be best for you to start over to some place where they have a telephone and call up mr malcolm hotchkiss at faversham huh reckon i could surprise him a little now chuckled davy falling in behind the leader as they continued on down toward the spot where the boat had been left some time before we've done all that could be expected of a patrol of boy scouts under the circumstances said thad firmly and the rest had better be left to men who are used to such things listen to that wind blow boys 
i hope a storm doesn't come up before we get back to camp again careful davy don't be in such a hurry we're nearly at the beach and our boat that's just it remarked the jones boy i had a look in at that same beach under the branches of the trees thad and believe me i didn't see sign of any boat what's that demanded the scoutmaster quickly a sense of gathering clouds beginning to oppress him for it would indeed be a serious matter if they were actually taken prisoners by the unknown parties of the island whom they now believed to be worse even than game poachers look for yourself thad for here you can see the beach end to end davy went on and the others stared as though hardly able to believe their eyes for it was just as davy had said there was the little sandy stretch without a doubt where they had left their canoe but from end to end it was vacant again the boat had vanished while they were away and this time it was utterly impossible that it could have gone without the agency of human hands for they had pulled it high up out of the water end of chapter twenty three